This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. There they are. Dan Laylet, Rome deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. New week. This is the week you get the big promotion. Or this is the week you march to your car with a cardboard box. You don't know. It's the excitement that gets you going in the morning. And it, today... It could be both. You take your cardboard box to your box to your new office. That well, could be. Huh? Death yeah. and rebirth, our theme this morning. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. I don't know. Amy Klobuchar and Elizabeth Warren. Oh, please. Yeah, the Grammys. I don't know. I want to hear a lot of Casey Musgraves over the morning there, uh, Michael. Rudderless ship. She won the album of the year on the uh, Grammys, and I haven't heard much of that. Actually, by not much, I mean any country artist. <clears throat> she shouldn't have an S at the end of her name. Casey Musgraves. Like How many one, are there? Several. Right. I don't whole, like it. The whole crew of Casey Musgraves singing on the song. Um. Yes. So, what's my favorite story of the weekend? The interview that uh, that's being played this morning on the CBS Early Show. Some of it was on Face the Nation yesterday with that governor of Virginia. Mm. He is a dope. Yeah, that guy is just a dope. That's his problem. I don't think he's a racist, probably, but he is a dope. Well, it's easy to imagine him making a dopey decision about a costume 25 years ago. Well. Or a dopey this, that, or the other. He's a dope. Yeah. his My favorite part that the, they previewed yesterday with Gail King, who I find a little dialed back also, actually. Oh, but, boy. Um, <laughs> oh, not helpful. No need to bring that in. Why should, you, uh, why should you stay in as governor? And he said, well, we need healing in Virginia. And I'm a doctor. And who better to heal than a doctor? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. well, it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> if I could, if I had like completely vacant eyes and drool dripping out of the side of my mouth right now, I'd say, uh, it's a different sort of healing. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you have the intelligence of a turtle, you're thinking that doesn't work. That's not, that's not good. Yeah, if the state literally had a wound, which is not possible, <laughs> then you would be the perfect person for it. But, yes. Uh, Emotional healing. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Uh, oh, good, good try, though, Dr. Dum Dum. <laughs> I can just tell by the twinkle in his eye that he just felt like, landed it. Landed it, <laughs> stuck the landing. I'm out of trouble. Oh, Nobody could argue with that. Dang it, that was good. High five. <laughs> Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. I'm doing good. I, um, I've been dealing with moving and... Um... I did it in rain and wind, and boy, was that fun, and now I'm sore and just feel beaten up. <laughs> you move from one place to another? Yeah. Yeah. It, always a good time. I've never not enjoyed... Well, wait a second. I've always hated moving. Oh, boy. Every yeah. second of it. Moving oh, boy. sucks. It's one of the worst things you can ever do. And what our old buddy Tim used to say, every time you move, your stuff gets 10% crappier. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about that. It's true. It gets beat up, or, or it gets kind of wiggled, so it's never firm again, and gets scratched, and whatever, yeah. And did you find our old principle of when you think you're about done, that's when the work just starts? Yes. You yes. look at your place and think, well, it's almost empty. We must be about done. Yeah. That's when you've got the really mind-numbing work. Right. Yes, just that's... drawers in the uh, garage. And a so, couple, uh, couple of closets. Right. Here we go. <laughs> the good old move-out cleaning, you know, the cleaning that you do, and then uh, all the miscellaneous junk that you have left, and you don't know how to put it into a box, so you end up carrying, like, 
one thing at a time, you know? It just stinks. By the way, Agreed. I also really enjoyed the opening of Saturday Night Live in which they had Chuck Todd of Meet the Press. Uh, nobody could have a serious conversation about the Jeff Bezos National Enquirer thing because they all just wanted to talk about the pictures of his <laughs> penis, which were clearly going, do you think oh they'll my. come out? What do you think it'll look like? Oh, my. I mean, that's just the only oh, questions not, they could get going. Not helpful. Well, I think that's where we are as a country. Uh, <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? As a journalist, I'm disgusted. As a human, I'm very interested. That, mm. that sort yeah. of tone from there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, in the terms of video game mindshare, uh, the king is dead. Long live the new king. Of uh, Slightly over-exaggerated, but Fortnite got knocked off the top perch of, of various Twitch streams, the top of video game viewing uh, kind of, you know, passive thing, as well as the player base of the new Apex Legends. Now, parents, you're going to want to know about this. This is the next Fortnite. This, uh, it reached 10 million players in just three days, uh, a mark that took Fortnite almost a month to get. Uh, it was released uh, middle of last week, and this has really gotten a lot of the video game world's attention. This is finally the thing that uh, people are saying, hey, can it take on the, the Fortnite juggernaut? And that is all I will get into the business side of video a- games for a- you guys. Apex Legends is the name of it. Apex Legends, yes. yes. I remember that. My uh, son wanted to play video games last night, and he said, you know, there was a book the other day that said video games, it's actually good exercise for your fingers. He had read in a book. So that's the first instance of him pre- presenting data to try to back up an argument. Spin. It is, it is of the first person shooter genre. So, parents, uh, oh, okay. do, do your research on whether or not it's appropriate age for your gotcha. kids. Gotcha. As we all know, that leads to school shootings or not at all. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I'll tell you, I went in for lab work over the weekend. And for the first time in a long time, I had to walk away. The phlebotomist just wasn't cutting it. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, They were jabbing it. Wow. Uh, which uh, means another round of uh, fasting, and we'll try again next oh, week. You need to go see my man Pong. Gets it right every time. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah I will uh, <laughs> see if I can find out. I'll talk to you later about Wow, that. so you actually just said I'm out. You cannot do this. Well, by law, Ooh. by law, they can only try two times. I didn't know that. Yep. And then what? Then they'll call in another phlebotomist. Right. Okay. At which point I said, nah, I'm done. I, number one, I had no idea there were such laws, but you're not being compelled to go, so I don't understand. I mean, you can walk out after one. Right. Sure. You can walk out before sure. they start. Sure. <laughs> but that's interesting. So if they swing and miss twice, yep. they're sent to the bench. Yes. By law? Yes. I'll be dang. I didn't know that yeah. either. No idea. So. Remember my story that Paul, and I asked Pong why he thinks he's so good at it, right. and he said it's confidence. And he's got a lot of friends in the military who had to put in IVs out in the field right. in battle situations, and it's all about mindset. You have to have confidence. And I thought, wow, I figured it was a a, techni- a technique. Mm. It was a physical thing. He right. says it's a mindset. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, that was uh, how I spent my Saturday morning. But- oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, boy. And I was going to complain about my weekend. <laughs> okay, here I go. My last jab, or I get sent back. Here we go. No, here we go. Who's saying it? Let me get a running start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's uh, Joe Getty on this Monday, February 11th of the year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here's the show, beginning officially according to FCC rules or regs at Mark. As chair of the Ethics Committee, I have to ask, has anybody else <laughs> worn blackface in college? <laughs> I found that hilarious. Oh, boy. Does in the 80s count? Yes! In the 80s counts! What if it was part of my costume? It still counts! 
Oh, boy. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall? Al, Virginia, where the turmoil continues rolling on. Bezos versus the Inquirer. We've got more twists, turns, and possibilities. And the Grammys. Oh, don't twist it. And the Grammys, Year of the Women and the Rappers, coming mm. up. That's right. Michelle Obama's uh, startling appearance. So this is Casey Musgraves, best album of the year. How's your uh, mailbag looking That's today? very nice. We have some weekly shower thoughts to start the week off on a contemplative note. Contemplative. Yeah. Ooh, deep. We're the deepest of shows. Also, often the shallowest of shows. Eh, depends right. on our mood. Exactly. Stay tuned. Lots of good stuff to catch up on on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. This is several Casey Musgraves singing at us. You need at least four or five to make an album, right? She won album of the year, the Grammy. Well, they tire easily. Apparently, Lady Gaga. I just read about this. I didn't see it with an impassioned speech about mental health, which I, I feel like it's you know getting its day finally. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I oh yeah, know. there's an issue everybody can get uh, get behind. I think not a political thing. Uh, speaking of politics, or not even politics, really. Um. We have uh, example one, evidence number one, the only evidence you need that democracy will not work. There's zero chance it will work. We need to come up with a second plan. You read my mind. I was going to announce a little bit later on that I have completely given up on self-governance. Democracy is dead, and I will no longer advocate for it. It's uh, it's actually kind of liberating. It's like, you know, the fight is over. Uh, I'm shaking hands with the opponent, exchanging jerseys, whatever, a hog here and there, the guys I played with in college. Uh, I lost, on Demac- I lost but there's no point to fight anymore. Well, right. I mean, we we played hard. <laughs> we just got beat. Wow, what a downer of a show. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's liberating. It's great. I will just uh, embrace the reign of our new oppressors and do my best to have a happy life uh, within their uh, you know their oppressions. This is based on a poll about taxes that we'll get into later. Also, and and the red new deal. Between the two of those things I have given up on self-governance. Also, we need to discuss this later. If 60% of blacks in Virginia say the government governor should stay, how is the issue not over? To me it's over. If 60% of black people say you should stay, it's over. Well, why why should I tell black people in Virginia whether or not that governor gets to stay? You are the worst virtue signaler I have ever run into. Nobody can see how ideologically pure you are. You're doing a terrible job. You know nothing about being ideologically pure. Mailbag. It's not about justice. It's about showing everybody what a wonderful, wonderful, up-to-date person you are. How about a few weekly shower thoughts to uh, kick off? Oh, that's right. Let's do the freedom-loving quote of the day first. Sorry. Dr. Adrian Rogers said this in 1931. 
When half of the people get the idea that they do not have to work because the other half is going to take care of them, and the other half gets the idea that it does no good to work because someone else is going to get what they work for, that, my dear friend, is about the end of any nation. You cannot multiply wealth by dividing it. Who said that? Uh, Dr. Adrian Rogers, some sort of screed. The good doctor. He should be the governor of Virginia, Jack, because Virginia needs healing. And he's a doctor. <laughs> wow, what a dope. <laughs> All right, here are your weekly shower thoughts is compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Uh, who, <laughs> here's one for the fellas. Shouting out to my boys. Whoever created the tradition of not seeing the bride in the wedding dress before the wedding saved countless husbands everywhere from hours and hours of dress shopping. Whoever came up with that tradition will forever be a hero to all men. That's pretty good. It's also super nice, you know, to see your beautiful bride there. Holy crap, honey, you look like a goddess. I mean, that's fun and all, but <sighs> that's right. You do, not only do you not have to go dress shopping, you can't. Right. That was a great move by someone. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And then also, who would want the uncomfortable before the wedding having to say, oh, you look fantastic. Are you sure? Yeah, you look great. Doesn't it seem like it's a little tight here? No, it's great. I you think don't it's do tight. Oh, okay, it is a little tight. What? You don't care. No, I care. I do care. You were looking at your phone. You said it looks tight. <laughs> yes, I was looking at my phone. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at my phone to see if there are any more dress shops nearby, because I'm having so much fun. Moving along. Bottled water companies do not produce water. They produce plastic bottles. Hey, now. You know what? That's what we ought to think of them as plastic bottle companies. Plastic bottles might be the end of civilization. Someday they'll wonder, how, how, did, the, how did the generation decide to produce four quintillion plastic bottles? Doctor, didn't they have other containers they could use? Well, they did, and that's the curious part. What did they drink before the plastic bottles? They just drank out of the tap, and everybody was perfectly fine with it. Since dust is partly made of human cells, that's 70%, like 70, 80% of dust is skin cells. That's nice. Inside a home. Um, an old library isn't just a collection of books, but also a collection of the people who read them. Think about that. Well, that's gross. No, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's, it ties it's, us to the history of man. And, and it's and gross. And it's going up our nose. <laughs> that is gross. Uh, moving along. So the smell of old books is uh, human skin? Because oh, old books have a particular know. smell. Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't say that, um, but it's... Um, Worst part of e-books is that I have no collection of the books that I've read. Over the last dozen years, probably got 50 books that I wish were on the shelf that I could grab every now and then, or that my, my kids could grab every now and then as stuff my dad was interested in. But it's in my phone. Right. Yeah, that is the downside. I tell you what, would you like 500 of my books? Because that'll leave me the last 80%. I have a problem. I'm borderline a hoarder. Um, well, we'll deal with it someday. When the place bursts into flames, probably. Uh, this one is coarse, my friends. It refers to urination. I apologize in advance. Uh, you would think a, a, a show of our intellectual capability would concern itself mostly with higher ideas. But no, we're going to talk about PP. Just deal with it. Because this is so funny. Peeing in your dream... And actually wetting yourself is a dream come true. Wow. A dream come true. <laughs> oh, boy. I've never uh, done that. Does that happen? Uh, sure, yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, watching people come through the arrivals gate at an airport is like, like watching a random person generator. 
I will never be able to not think of that again. Yeah, no I kidding. know. I know. And there's another one. And, and another one. <laughs> that one's well, taller. That one's tall. That's a girl. Right over there. That's four guys together. Huh, I'll be dinged. Uh, and finally this, uh, a kicking where none is deserved. Maroon 5 is what pumpkin spice latte would sound like if it started a band. <laughs> oh, again. Why? I Why the hatred? I don't know. Those fine young men. Just playing the songs that gladden our hearts. They probably won a couple of Grammys. I don't know. Yep. I don't pay attention. Let's see. Here's a, a little cartoon that was sent along by Eric. It is, uh, I believe it's uh, an attempt at humor. Tired of boiling water every time you make pasta? Boil a few gallons at the beginning of the week and freeze it for later. <laughs> and then, then it's labeled cooking tips with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. See, oh, come on. I don't think she's dumb. I think she has an incredibly narrow worldview. I've come to understand her act. She is the product of an Eastern University and a very small, super progressive neighborhood and has no clue whatsoever how the rest of the world lives and thinks. But we got all kinds of poll numbers for you on all kinds of different issues. Uh, and Marshall's News coming up next. So let's get ready to find out what America thinks. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. How can you craft a tax policy when nobody understands how taxes work? That is uh, one of the questions that we're going to be um, asking as we look at some poll numbers that are out. Can't. Give up. Forget it. No, you can't. You no. absolutely can't. Just shout at the barnyard creatures until they run in one direction or another. That's the modern politics, and I think it's about appropriate. Anyway, we got... That's shocking. Shocking. Also have some clips from the Grammys, some hilarious clips from Saturday Night Live, and everything else that's going on in the world news now with Marshall Phillips. As Virginia politics continue to convulse, Democratic Governor Ralph Northam says he will not resign over a photo on his medical school yearbook page of a man in blackface and another man in a Ku Klux Klan robe. Why would he? Why would you, if you were the governor? Poll numbers, half of Virginians say you should stay. 60% of black people should should stay. You say you should stay. Yep. The two people behind you are compromised. You're safe. Why would you step down? He wouldn't and he won't. No. Particularly I because either. it appears he has a rapist on deck. So, you know, or, or he's been accused. Yeah, another woman came out Friday, yeah. if you didn't see that. And, uh, you know, very, a second one? Yeah, yes. a very believable sounding story. And it's just, you know, doesn't mean he's guilty, but. No, it doesn't. And, and there shouldn't guess, be say, a rush to judgment. But in, in I believe, both cases. They told friends nearly immediately and have for years been saying, don't mention his name to me, he raped me. So it's not, you know, all of a sudden out of nowhere with vague recollections yeah. and bizarre claims. It's uh, uh, two believable sounding stories. It's, it's rough. On the other hand, the guy says, no, I didn't investigate. So I say investigate. There's time. Northam said on CBS's Face the Nation that he considered resigning for a moment or two. But, but it was too stupid to fill out the paperwork. <laughs> but instead, he said, We have worked very hard. Uh, we've had a good first year, and, and I'm a leader. Uh, I've been in some very difficult situations, life and death situations, taking care of sick children. And right now, you're a doctor, yeah. right now, Virginia needs someone that can heal. Uh, there's no better person to do that than a doctor. Oh, boy. 
that's something a stupid person says. <laughs> you know, granted, he, he, he passed the classes, and I'll bet he knows chemistry, and maybe he took great care of little kids for years and years, and God bless him for that. But in terms of judgment and just a ability to understand what's happening. And he's just bad. So Gail King had to keep filling in gaps in what he was saying for them to make sense. Yeah. Right. I, I know about life and death situations and because you're a doctor. Yeah, because I'm a doctor. Right. You didn't mention, you see, a smart person who said, I'm a doctor, yeah. so I know. Yeah. So she, yeah. and, and that happened over and over through the interview where Gail King would have to fill in information. He's just not good at public speaking. You understand the things in your head aren't automatically <laughs> right. in the things that are in everyone right. else's head. Well, that's, yeah, that's, some people are good at that, some are not. Yeah. <laughs> The Battle of the Titans continuing as the now, day... I, now, I, just before you get yes. to that, I know that uh, Gail King teased that the moonwalking episode came up in the interview today. I want to hear that clip because I haven't heard how he responded oh, to that boy. or what she asked. So. Battle of the Titans continuing. The Daily Beast reporting Sunday. The brother of Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos' girlfriend, former news anchor Lauren Sanchez, leaked the couple's intimate text to the National Enquirer. Citing sources. It's nice that she's so close with her brother, because I... How'd he get him? I mean, well, I'm... I, I, my brother, brothers and I are uh, yeah. talk regularly and friendly and everything like that, but I wouldn't send him, like, nudie pics of somebody <laughs> I'm having... A married person I'm having sex with. Just keeping <laughs> you up to date on me and my honey texting. And my affairs. Right. My personal sex affairs. Here's a picture of someone I'm having sex with. <laughs> well, Beast goes on to say, Michael Sanchez, who manages his sister's career, ah. publicly supports President Trump, who's been a vocal critic of Bezos in the Washington Post, which Bezos owns. Sanchez, it is said, is also an acquaintance of longtime Trump friend Roger Stone. Of course he is, because there's it's it's like a big high school Washington, D.C. Everybody knows everybody, apparently. And he's a friend of Trump's 2016 campaign uh, figure, Carter Page. The leak How's text- that even possible? <laughs> the leaked texts were published last month, after which Bezos and his wife announced they were divorcing. Investigators working for Bezos have identified who they believe gave the text to the Inquirer and gave the results to an attorney for review and possible referral to law enforcement. Now, Wait, uh, you people who live like that with with various intra-family squabbles and brothers who leak information to tabloids and the rest of it, man, that must be exciting. I wish there were like a, you know the sports pages to follow families that that right. are like that. Right. Yikes. So one of the lawyers. Well, I guess they are. They call them soap operas. One of the lawyers for the National Enquirer was on one of the talk shows yesterday, yep. and they're talking about was this politically motivated? And he said, "Look, we got wind that the world's richest man was having an affair, which would lead to the world's most expensive divorce. That's our bread and butter." We do those kind of stories. It Good doesn't argument. have to be political. Yeah, I'd say it doesn't have to be political, politically motivated for that to be a story for us, and that's absolutely true. We had to take Jeff Bezos down slightly as the owner of the Washington Post, which is somewhat critical of our buddy Donald Trump. That's why we did it, not because it's great gossip. You're right. Pretty strong argument. At the Grammys, country artist Casey Musgrave celebrating a big win. She took home Album of the Year on Sunday night, along with Best Country Album. And Childish Gambino's hit song, This Is America, making Grammys history. This is America. Don't get you slipping on. It became the first rap song to win Song of the Year. It also won Record of the Year and Best Rap Song. They cried is an America-hating song well, by a lot of people. Well, right, which the Grammys, you know, always gets political, so I'm fine. 
Gambino did not attend the show after turning down an invitation to perform. Host Alicia Keys kicked off the show by introducing some of her sisters, Lady Gaga, Jada Pinkett-Smith, Jennifer Lopez, and Michelle Obama. From the Motown Records, I walk. Yay. Smokey Robinson looking surprised at the adulation. No, no, that's his plastic surgery. I wore out on the south side to the Who Run the World songs that fueled me through this last decade. There you go. Obama! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Hank Jr. Was he on hand? The the crazed adoration of Michelle Obama, another reason I've given up on democracy. Wow. Just our desire for royalty, for gods to worship. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Yeah, I'm ooged out by that. Would I be every bit as ooged out if a country crowd went crazy if Laura Bush came out on the stage? Yes. Exactly in the same way. Mm. Oh, dude, sit down. It's the wife of the president. Big deal. Nice gal. Got nothing against her. It's fine. Although Michelle Obama did ruin school lunches for a while. That's your issue? That is my issue. I'm a one-issue voter. Uh, So many things to catch up on. (laughs) The Atlantic with a piece on why do smart people send nude photos. (laughs) I got an idea. (laughs) I want to hear that. Uh, Among other things. Because it doesn't seem like a good idea. No, it doesn't. (laughs) How about we just get together? You come over here and we'll just be naked all all that we want. Just right? Just completely. You can stare at it as long as you want. (laughs) If you want, we can, you know, get naked. We can eat naked. We can watch a movie naked. We can make a little love naked. And then we can argue about something naked. Then we can eat again naked. I don't like to eat naked. Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? It's dangerous. Genitals in a sandwich. Shouldn't be within ten feet of each other. Wow! Now that's you ought to get a tattoo of that, Adam Levine. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A mother in Indiana was arrested after students at an elementary school were exposed to marijuana-laced gummies that she had brought to the school. Teachers became suspicious at recess when the kids tried to sync up Dark Side of the Moon with Paw Patrol. Police arrested a man after he pulled his car to the side of the road and started having sex with it. That man, you guessed it, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I found wow, hilarious. those were a couple of really funny jokes. I know, and Saturday Night Live gets away from the politics. I think it's so good. Right. I um, hate how much they lean on just, we're just, we're just going to reenact the stuff that you saw on the news. Right. It's like, yeah. hi, I'm Nancy Pelosi. Oh, I know that name. <laughs> I know, that's just so weak. I, uh, do better. So, ha, ha, ha. I've been saying this for decades, all right? I've been saying this forever, and people would look at me like I'm crazy. Yes, I was here. People would look at me like I'm crazy. 
I have, because I worked at a lot of radio stations with a lot of paycheck-to-paycheck people. I worked at bars with a lot of paycheck-to-paycheck people. I was a paycheck-to-paycheck person. I know what that crowd thinks. I know how they would act every April or tax season. And I knew, and I've known this for a long time, most people equate their tax refund with how much they pay in taxes. Correct. If they get back a fair amount of money, they say my taxes were low. If they have to pay in, my, they say my taxes were high. Or, with, with no understanding, I guess, of the fact that you've been paying in all year long, and it just means you paid in a little too much or a little too le- little right. to the government, how, whether your taxes went up or down has got nothing to do with how big your refund was that year. So I tweeted this article from Bloomberg over the weekend. Turns out the WAPO has written essentially the same article. It's out today. People angry that the refund is smaller this year because of the change in the tax laws. Ta- wait, wait a second. Trump passed a tax bill was supposed to help me. My refund's smaller this year. Right. Boo! I'm not voting for Trump. Quote after quote after quote in these stories from people saying essentially that... Here's a hint. Most of them are from New Jersey, New York, or California. And we'll get into that in a minute with the whole deductibility of state and local taxes. But people are outraged that their taxes have gone up, even though their taxes were less paycheck after paycheck after paycheck because of the changing tax laws. And at the end of the year, when it came to total it up to make sure that everything's on the square, they got back a little less. They paid a lot less. But at the end, they got back a little less. And so they're outraged and say they won't vote for Trump anymore. I actually went to the trouble of counting the paragraphs. Is everybody following this? That's what I get concerned. Well, yeah, here I am jumping on to the next thing. Uh, I have essentially introduced the theory of evolution to some people, evidently. Or the idea of the, the, or the planets circle the sun. This is groundbreaking for a lot of people, I guess. Say you make $80,000 a year, your taxes went down. According to the Washington Post, which this was very generous of them, said, I think 85% of people paid less tax under the new tax situation. 85% of people. Right. Uh, so maybe you make $80,000 a year, you paid less in tax this year. Maybe thousands of dollars less. That has nothing to do Really, with how much your refund is at the end. Right. Maybe it's usually $400, and this year know. was $200. I used to be able to go like on a, on a little vacation with that refund. I can't do that this year. Because of Trump. And, I'm going to kill you now, Sean. <laughs> and so that person may have paid $3,000 less in tax over right. the entire year. Right. But their refund went from 400 to 200 so they feel like their taxes went up. Correct, and they are outraged. After I tweeted that article, we had angry listeners, or people who follow us, saying, it's not about the, the, the refund. It's that, but, but then they'd say how angry they were about the refund. And, and the mainstream media is taking great glee in promoting this idea because it, it seems to be the anti-Trump thing. And Elizabeth, Trump! Uh, that's right. <laughs> Trump! Grammy uh, winner. Uh, okay. Yep. Um, so uh, Elizabeth Warren is out there saying the Trump uh, tax cuts were a gift to the, the, wor- the wealthy and blah, blah, blah. According to the Non-Policy Tax Policy Center, I'm sorry, the Non-Partisan Tax Policy Center, 80% of filers received a tax cut. 80% and 5% wound up paying more. Yet, it is paragraph 10 in this article. 10 that they get to the following quote from Joseph Rosenberg, a senior research associate at the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center at the Urban Institute. And I quote, because it's a quote, <clears throat> there's a difference between your taxes and your refund. 
people generally got a piece of their tax cut last year gradually in the form of lower withholding on their paychecks. Wow. So your paycheck every other week or every month or however you get paid was bigger. Right. Um, and I appreciate the Washington Post saying many Americans confuse their meager refunds as a sign that they paid more in taxes. Generally, that is not true. Right. That is not true. But the average tax refund is down 8%. So that crowd, a lot of that crowd, feels like their taxes went up, even though that's just false. If that is the level of understanding about taxes in this country, and I've been saying that it is, and yes. now I have proof that it is, yes. there's no way a democracy can work. It's just not possible. It, it, so the government needs to give me 8% more money now? What? Is that, am I following? What? Oh. You're following as well Between as Between the else. Red New Deal and this, I have given up on self-governance. It just it can't possibly work. Uh, and then you, you you tie in you know ideological media complicity with promoting that misperception. Now I will because my uh, hallmarkies accuracy point out that there were a few there are some companies that didn't change withholding properly to account account for the new tax laws and or people didn't understand that they had to maybe change their withholding and so they didn't pay enough in taxes this year they paid less. But they didn't quite square up, so now they owe a few bucks, but they're outraged and they're blaming Trump. Now, uh, Even though their taxes went down. I I shouldn't even say this out loud. I don't know why I have, because I've given up. I've given up on life. Um, Not on life, but on on political life. Uh, I'm saying to people who kind of think like us or are really curious about the world or really want good policy and good governance and the rest of it, In a world where people don't understand the difference between how much they paid and their refund, how would you design a political campaign? How would you, you know, get the masses to the polls? Would it be in carefully nuanced policy proposals? Or would it be making a loud noise to frighten the herd to run one way or another? It's just, it's discouraging. We need our sheep clip. What do you want? Bah. When do you want it? Bah. Oh, yeah. Where is that? That's my favorite clip of all time, and it's vanished from the show. I will find that I for blame you. others. Um, well, here's the other end of it. Politicians ha- have figured this out, and they're going to figure it out even more with these, uh, these stories out about the taxes. It's not about the tax policy. You need to craft some sort of tax policy that uh, the withholding is... Uh, substantially more than what they pay in taxes just right. so they get a decent check at the end of the year. If you, you make five rent- grand a month, the government's going to take 4900 of it every single month, leaving you, you're going to have to eat garbage out of a garbage dump, but you're going to get an enormous w- refund at the end of the year, and you're going to, oh, this tax policy is great! Apparently. That's a little extreme, but you certainly could craft a system where you raise taxes... But you raise the withholding even more. I don't know if the government can control that or not. Well, I'm um, sure they could craft it. Sure, there are already, what, 78,000 pages. Because that's what you should do. You raise taxes, but you raise withholding even more so that people get a bigger check at the end. Right. You have raised taxes, and everybody thinks their taxes went down because right. they're stupid. Um, and, and Can we say misinformed, ill-informed? Can we say that? Even though I've given up, I'm feeling merciful. It's troubling. And withholding is the worst thing that ever happened to tax policy in the country. And Milton Friedman, of all people, had a role in that. Who's <laughs> one of the right. leading libertarians in the history of this country. How profoundly would it change tax policy if you had to write a check every two weeks? Here's another thing I've been saying for 20 years. 
I think the, the, the best thing you could get going in this country, the best thing, maybe would change everything. At the end of the year, you have to write out a check. To do To the U.S. government. Oh, I don't want to do that. And it's the total <laughs> amount of your taxes. Right. They don't cash it because they already, they already withheld your money and the taxes would stay the same. Oh, really? I just want you to write, I just want you to write down with a pen how much you paid in taxes every year. Because mm-hmm. most people have no idea. Well, every two weeks. You mean, I want it, I want it to happen, you know. 26 times a year. If you ask the average person how much they paid in taxes, they're going to tell you what the refund was. Right. Uh, it's, That's it's, just the way it is. It's just, it's made me sad. No, no, no. What do you if want? You, if you made 80 grand, you paid, I don't know what you make, you pay, but you paid, you paid $25,000 in taxes. Right. You didn't get a $400 refund. You paid what 20. You <laughs> All right. Make it stop. It's the right clip at the wrong time. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know where to go from here. And, and, oh boy, is it, it's not that complicated, is it? Because I, I tweeted the article with some comments on it, and people are like, all I know is my, we used to be able to do this with our refund, now we can't. That is literally all you know. <laughs> you, you know nothing other than that, apparently. But again, it's, it's the way people are, so that's where we are. That is where we are. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.